Welcome to a new episode of NY Just Fans with your host, Davin and Kyle. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Just Fans Podcast as we come to y'all with a new episode. We are two days away from the draft and things are starting to really heat up. Um, can't wait to do this draft uh, with you, Kyle. And also, basically, we're going to be doing our, uh, our one and only mock draft, but only with 16 picks. We're not doing the whole 32. But um, before we get into that, uh, what's going on with you? How you feeling? I'm doing good, bro. Um, I said, very excited for for Thursday to come and for a lot of the, you know, I guess the the hype to to come and be over with. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> all the thinking and stressing over who gets what and why you you know we pick this person, all of this, and who, you know, all that stuff after a while can get draining so um, yes, it does. i'm happy for it to come and, and just be over with you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can finally uh introduce our players and start getting more into the film and seeing what we like and don't um dislike in in our uh new players when they do get introduced um you know when they do get drafted as a jack um before we get into that um i would like to say Bilal powell um thank you for being a jet for nine years and just just by you saying that you could have went to a different team, but you wanted to stay because you wanted that trophy with us. And, you know, not just not just with the team, but also the fans. And, you know, it makes me feel very proud to be a Jet fan. And even though Powell was that second, you know, the second running back, you know, the third down guy and the guy that a lot of Jets fans love, you know, I, I got to give him credit and I, I give you a salute. Um, would you like to say a few words to, uh, for Powell? Oh, definitely. Um, you know, congratulations on, you know, the retirement, you know, I know you got, uh, you know, cut short a couple of years to do the injury, but you definitely, uh, was, I would say one of, one of my, uh, favorite backs, you know, to, to play because, uh, just being the, I would say, you know, cause coming on is like, you know, being that pre- predominantly third down back you know I I strongly thought that they should have featured you know featured him a, a little bit more you know as a main back but there there was definitely some memorable moments that he had one standing out that um that run against uh Jacksonville yes when you know he hurdled the the defender and got back up and no one thought didn't realize he didn't got touched and you know he ran an addition with like almost 60 yards to get into the touchdown. So like I said, he definitely had his moments for the team and um, definitely uh, appreciated and was glad to see, you know, him have those moments with us. Yes. And like I said, we, we, um, us, us fans salute you Powell on a hell of a career and um, you definitely a jet jet forever. And we'll always recognize you as being the jet. Um, congratulations and we wish you nothing the best on your journey. Now let's get now let's get into um before we get into this mock draft, let's get into these talks because the talks is heating up. It sounds like um Iquano is gonna be that guy for the Jets. Um I'm I'm a little bit on you know me, Kyle. I'm a little bit on the fence on it. I would like to get Sauce Garner. I know he's in the talks as well, and Jermaine Johnson. Um I know, I know you're not on the fence about Iquanu, but um, just just give you a reason of why, or why uh, you wouldn't mind you wouldn't mind uh, Joe Douglas uh, drafting him. Um, at the end of the day, I 
I just have an understanding of one, you know, uh, Douglas's mentality of him stating that, you know, he likes to build from the trenches, right? So yeah. in the situation that we have now, there's a big question mark on, you know, Becton as to what he's going to be able to contribute this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. So with, you know, the emergence of Fant playing the way he has and him being under contract um, for a couple of years, to me, I understand if, you know, they go out and get an Equano because that's your insurance policy to protect your main asset in, in Zach Wilson, you know, um, mm-hmm. cause injuries happen. So you want to at least have that next man up that can come in and, you know, be, a a, a solid replacement because, you know, I think about the, the other guys that we have, you know, McDermott and, um, uh, uh, what was the other tackle from USC? Got his name. Oh, you're talking about uh, Doga. There you go, Doga. Yeah, um, like they're serviceable at best, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not the type of um, that's not the ideal situation you want to have, especially playing in a division that has the defensive line that Buffalo has with you know Ed Oliver and those guys, and then you look at Miami with, you know, uh, Jalen Phillips, you know, the rookie that they picked up, you know, and he had like nine sacks his rookie year, you know what I mean? So they definitely have some, some pass rushes, you know, from those two teams. And then New England is always a scheme thing that you have to worry about, you know, being able to protect. So I totally understand if he goes that route to look to add as much protection to that front line as possible. Well, I could understand to to that point, um, and I could agree with you on on that level. But you know, the reason why I would like for uh, Joe Douglas to um, to draft Sauce Gardner is because Sauce Gardner is a is kind of to me is like a dime a dozen, you know, like a Ramsey, um, the Chargers, Cromartie, uh, you know, back back when he was a um, with a Jet the first time with Darrell Revis, and. He he puts up his numbers, you know. He just gotta he could he could zone, he could play man, he could do both. And you know, that's like I said, cornerbacks are or like him or a dime a dozen. I know there's still um one in Oregon. Um that'll be a second round still, but at the same time, I wouldn't mind it, you know. Um, we don't know what we're gonna get out of DJ Reed. I know what we're gonna get out of out of Bryce Hall, but you know. Anything could happen, you know, guys sign these contracts and we don't know what to expect out of them. So if we don't get Sauce Gardner and get Iguano, it is it is what it is. But also the talks is heating up. One executive said that basically that that number 10 pick is going to go to San Francisco for uh, Debo Samuel and Debo Samuel going to get traded to the Jets. Um I know you on the fence on this one, Kyle, 100%. Uh, I can understand why, but also I can understand why some Jets fans would like to have him. Um, I'm not saying, oh, you know, Debo is is going to be, you know, it's going to be that guy that's going to change that change that culture, but he had one hell of a year. Um, I don't know if he could keep doing, doing you know, keep going with, with Zach Wilson and, and company, but – um, if it happens, we have to see what the deal is. And um, I know also, Kyle, that you said that 
if the deal was to happen, it has to be straight up the number 10 pick for Debo Samuels. Can you explain why? Um, for me, the at this point, I was saying that number 10 pick this year is, is a pretty decent asset, especially um, when you look at the possibility of some team that um, that might, you know, that's might look, is looking to trade up for us, you know, for a certain spot. Um, like uh, who's to say if they're surprisingly, you know, a couple of teams that had iffy, iffy, um, iffy notions about their, uh, their quarterback situation, mm-hmm. you know, and let's say, um, you know, one of those teams like a, a Saints, decides they want to move up because there's an inkling that there's a team, you know, above them that might want to get the quarterback that they feel that they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the fact that we have four and 10 to me um, brings more value to the 10 because if someone wants the four, we always have the 10 to rely back on to get one of those blue chip players that we were looking to add to our team. Correct. You know, um, of course, if we keep four and, and you know, um, the draft there, we'll have one, but Devo, like I said to me, Devo, I'm, I'm not a hundred percent soul on him. And the big thing about him in terms of his, his productivity last year, um, he did well, you know, had astound, ex, you know, outstanding numbers for one yeah. year, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But then the, the, the bigger part of it is he became the star that he became because of his ability to catch and run the ball. So he was a dual threat, you know, in regards to how San Francisco used him in his offense. So my thing is if he's looking to move on from that and just be solely a wide receiver to me that diminishes his price that he can be asking for because we're now losing that aspect of him as that rushing threat because he doesn't want to do it anymore mm. right this is very tough um at this point uh <laughs> uh I, you know we we heard about this uh before the crazy thing we heard about this before um this even happened and you know People thought this wasn't going to happen. And we've been talking about this for weeks because we just didn't know who was it going to be, but it ended up being uh, Debo Samuel. So if it's the number 10, yeah, it has to be a number 10. But I would love for Joe Douglas to get something back other than Debo Samuel, you know, whether it's a draft pick or whatever like that. I would love for it. I want to see what the deal is before I, I judge it if, it, if it was to happen. But apparently this is supposed to happen when between tomorrow and Thursday, Thursday, I don't know, but we'll we'll have to see what happens. This is this is very interesting, very very interesting. So now that we got all of that out, um, let's get into our uh, mock draft. Uh, ooh, so for this for our 16 pick, this is very tough because usually I will say you know. We we basically be on point with this, but this is one of the toughest drafts ever because basically anybody 
can go, basically anybody can go to a different team and we won't know who it is and why. So this is this is going this is very tough. Um I know it took out until like last week to finally do one <laughs> on PFF. So uh for myself it kind of took a while too. But um we we got we got something for y'all. Uh basically I will do the odds and Kyle will do the evens. Um if we agree, we can say agree and keep it moving. If not, we can have our pick. We can uh we can basically say who we who we would choose for that pick and why. So it's it's basically plain and simple. We're not doing the whole 32 picks, we're just doing the first 16. So the number one, uh, which is the Jags. Uh, this is tough because I know they're gonna go with the edge. And I keep and I keep hearing that. <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna be one of those picks that scratches you know the scratch the head pick, um, but for me, I I think a lot of people gonna be just gonna be crazy. But I got uh, uh for real for real. I'm not gonna lie. I do have Trayvon Walker. <laughs> Don't ask why from Georgia. Um, I heard they been, they they in love with him. Um, the GM's basically in love with him. Uh, reminds him of Alden Smith uh, coming out of college. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, my that's my that's my pick for the number one draft. Uh, Trayvon Walker out of Georgia, um, the edge. Uh, Kyle, you agree or disagree? And if you disagree, who's your who's your pick? No, I I actually agree with that pick. Um, I know a lot of people had um, Hutchinson being that guy but I think Trayvon and his size because they play a three four mm -hmm. um fits better because he would probably go into that the left the left end of that three four. Yeah. So you're talking about having him, Josh Allen and um Chase on mm -hmm. right as the front. So that's why I think I think to me he's a better fit. Right. I agree with you. Um, Detroit Lions, Kyle, your your pick, your choice. Um, with uh, I said with the with the hometown kids still on the board, I think that the Detroit Lions would probably go with um, uh, Aiden Hutchinson. You know, he's um, product of Michigan and and has been uh, an absolute staple for that that defense, and I'm pretty sure that uh. You know, Detroit would like to look to to add as much as they can to that that defense. You know, um, mm -hmm. there is, you know, there was the talk about possibly going quarterback because of, you know, <laughs> golf, golf is golf. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if you know they're they're they would want to use this pick to do that because the quarterback class isn't one of the, it's not like last year's class. You know. So yeah, right. I think they would, I think they go Aiden Hutchinson. Um, I will I will definitely agree with you on this one. Um, the quarterbacks is is not the best per se, and um, for them to to actually think about choosing a quarterback would actually be kind of ah, you know, what are you doing, sir? But I agree with you on that one. Um, got Hutchinson. Um. Now, with this number three pick, the Texans, this is very tough for me because I hear rumors about uh, 
Derek Stingley Jr., per se, that he was moving up across the board, I guess, because he looked good on this pro day. Um, but also, I would say that they they want to um, they want to play it smart. So I got the Texans um, drafting. Really, to be honest with you, I got them drafting um, Evan Neal, Evan Neal out of Alabama to tackle to protect uh, to protect the quarterback Davis Mills. If I if I got it, if I got this name, I hope I got this. I hope I got this name right tonight. <laughs> yeah. You got both of them, Davis Mills and um, Evan Neal. You got them right. <laughs> yeah, I got. I just I was making sure the Davis the Davis Mills one because you know I kept calling them something else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so you agree with that? If not, uh, who's your choice for the Texans or why? No, I I absolutely agree with that pick. They have um, um, Tunsil on the left side. Um, getting someone like a Evan Neal. Um, to play the other side, I think would definitely benefit them. And because of the Texans, I would say their uh, affiliation, you know, having come from uh, New England's background, you know, in their organization, mm -hmm. um, I think they look at those big program players a little differently. And, and I think that they would, um, that's someone that they would, um, choose to be part of their program right so that number four kyle they got the jets pick man so on so on you <laughs> um right like i said for me uh, for me the honestly hands down the the pick for me would be sauce gardner oh man and, and the reason why I say that is, is because something I, I mentioned earlier, um, you know, on the page, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, we need edge rushes. We need to, you know, to establish pass rush, right? But if you look at the statistics of those top teams, like I listed, it was like the top five teams that got quarterback pressures, right? Mm -hmm. They were all in percentages. They were like almost 27% or higher. You know, the, the range was like 30 was the highest and the lowest, I think, was like 15%, right? So right. these five were about 27% or above, right? Right. The key thing that all of those teams had, they were good to great offenses and they also had good secondaries. Mm. You know, the top team was Buffalo. Buffalo has a great secondary and their offense can put up points on the board. So with those two factors, what ends up happening is you get teams in positions where they only, they have to throw the ball to keep up. Right. So then once you become one dimensional, it's easier to rush the passer. So with us, to me, I think we need to build those things around, you know, around the defensive line to bolster our, our secondary so that we're able to cover longer for these guys to be able to get the pressure that they need to. Cause well, this I, is a throwing league, you know? And yeah. it only takes about two and a half seconds to get a ball, you know, to get a drop back pass, you know, a three step drop and throw. There hmm. are very few instances where someone is going to get off the edge in two and a half seconds to get to the quarterback, especially in the type of league that we're playing in right now. 
So at the end of the day, you're going to need guys that's going to be able to hold those receivers and check longer to enable your pass rush to be better. And also, you realize that the wide receivers in the AFC is kind of more kind of more of a dangerous threat than the NFC right now, especially in our division. You know, then we got to defend the Tariq Hills, the Stephon Gilmore's um, (laughs) and, you know, like Hunter Henry over there, you know, you know, so it's like. So I myself, I I I'm gonna agree with the Sauce Gardner pick because I'm like I said, love Sauce Gardner since day one. That was my pick from day one months ago. But I won't be surprised if they draft Ikem Ikwanu from North Carolina State. The rumors has been going up, but JD never plays his hand, and we talked about this, Kyle. So. But I'm going with I'm I'm I agree with you on this one. I'm gonna go with Sauce Gardner now with the number five pick with the Jets. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with uh for what I'm hearing uh, Charles Cross from Mississippi State the tackle, um, Mr. Mr. Uh, Daniel <laughs> needs some um needs some protection. So I just feel like uh Charles Cross would be that be that pick for them, and then let the let the chips fall, you know, but this is basically Daniel's uh maybe last year with the team. We don't know, but hopefully he'll have a career year, uh, which is which is most deserving. But also Saquon Barkley might be on the block too. We don't even know what's gonna happen this draft. That's why this that's what makes this draft so exciting. But um for the for the Giants, I'm going with Charles Cross from Mississippi State. Okay. Um I would say uh, if between the two, um, if to me, it's a, I guess it's a bit of a toss up. Like I would prefer, me personally, I prefer um, Iquano over Cross, but I I wouldn't be, like, I'm, I'm not surprised at that thing. Like I, I wouldn't be, um, I wouldn't say I have anything bad to say about the thing, just to say. <laughs> right. I hear you. Um, so you got the uh, the Panthers, number six pick. Um, with the Panthers, this one is a this one is a tough one because at the end of the day, they still have Sam Darnold at quarterback. And oh yeah, I forgot this before you uh before you uh go go on to uh, say what you want to say, Kyle. I forgot the um the Panthers GM told Sam Don that they may draft a quarterback as well, and that was just an hour <laughs> or two ago. <laughs> right. So that's what I'm saying. Like I know they still have Sam Donald at, at quarterback, and at right. the end of the day, if that's who they're going with into the next season this next pick won't even matter because they would probably still be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, um, I think they go out and they draft that quarterback. Um, and I, for me, mm-hmm. I would say they should go Malik Willis. Um, I know he's, more of, I would say the the less um stereotypical size and type quarterback, you know that uh 
the NFL is used to, but um, his abilities and just how he runs with the ball and, you know, just that wow factor that, you know, people were looking, talking about with, um, you know, Zach Wilson last year, I think that would go well with, um, with what they have there, especially if, um, if um, McCaffrey comes back and, you know, is anywhere close to what he used to be. Right. Um, I feel like no matter which quarterback gets drafted this year, it's going to be a project, whether it's one or two years. I feel like they all is going to be a, like kind of like a project. And, you know, it's like they have to at least, you know, get the watch a starting quarterback and see how they move to see which which quarterback is better because it's really not many, you know, to look at. You know, it's not like last year's draft, you know, it's not like years, years ago draft where we look at it and we like, ooh, you know, but we haven't really paid attention to the quarterback position like that. Um, I think, in my opinion, Malik Williams Willis will be the choice, but my pick, my pick for the Panthers, I think they're gonna do something crazy because the Panthers has been doing nothing but gambling picks mm-hmm. and not just gambling picks, they've been making a lot of um. I would say I'm gonna say um, idiotic moves. I'm not gonna say dumb or anything like that. But they've been doing a lot of idiotic moves, and I'm gonna say they're gonna draft Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh. Okay. So that that was that was my other choice. It was yes. gonna be either <laughs> Willis or Pickett. Yeah. Right. That that was that that was my my choice. But Willis would be the smart the smart one because he's the top the top top choice in my opinion as in quarterbacks for this draft class but i think the pick would be Kenny Pickett from Pittsburgh um now with the the seventh pick the giants again uh it's a lot of good guys on there this is they this is where you have to go with um because they need an edge they're going to have to go with uh Kayvon Thibodeau from uh Oregon that one of the best one of the best edge edges in this draft. Um, I know I know they saying that his interview wasn't good and all this other stuff, but I think he can kind of turn out to be a good player. You know, and for that defense, it, it will really help out that Giants defense as well, um, front line. Um, so I'm I'm gonna go with a uh, Kayvon Thibodeau. Okay. Um, though. The pick itself, I you can't be too mad at. Right. Um, I I have a different. Me personally would go a different route with them. Mm. Um, I know normally they don't go this high with um, you know, with this particular position, but um, whether it be a trade down or something, I would mm-hmm. take for them. I would take uh. Jordan Davis out of of Georgia. Wow. And now here's why I say that is because you got to remember they they play a 3-4. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. They have Cat Williams and they have um I forgot the guy from uh they drafted from Clemson. There's the other end is the one of the the end from Clemson. I forgot his name. Hold on. Um 
this is this is so far, Cal. This is a real interesting draft. Why are you looking to me? This is real. Like our mock draft is real interesting because we like we like both have great points on what we what we trying to say and what we you know and, and who we choose and why. Like it's it's very interesting. But um, yeah, but go right ahead. It's um it's Dexter Lawrence. Oh yeah yeah yeah. So that's their two ends. Mm-hmm. The guy in the middle is David Moa, who really isn't yeah you know a stable like that so for me if you get williams davis and lawrence as your up front three and their edges in this situation now is the guy they drafted last year in mm-hmm. ojalari who had mm-hmm. a great year i think he had almost eight i think he had eight and a half stacks last year right yes and also on the other side they have another rookie um quincy roche who was mm. a, a guy from miami that I thought the Jets um, should have looked at, you know, in the the later rounds as a as a pass rush um, a pass rush um, threat. You know, he I think if I'm not mistaken, he was at Temple at one point, blew it up at Temple, and then transferred to Miami. So he was on that line with um, Gregory Russo and um, Jalen Phillips, and you know, and him. So to me, pass rush for them they're pretty good. It's just that guy up front in the middle. So if they get that guy up front in the middle, that almost guarantees they're going to need double coverage on Jordan Davis because he's just that type of an animal. Right. So now you're, now you're calling for single coverage on one of those other guys. Right. I can understand. Now, now I can understand. I mean, it's a high pick. It's a high pick because I think they got him wet where in like the middle. I think right. like the middle to the to the twenties. Yeah, he's 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 a lower graded um draft pick or whatever. But that's why I said possibly with the Giants and a trade down situation for him. But to me, in terms of what would be a a definite, like I said, boost to their defense, to me would be adding him into the middle with the two guys that they already have. Got you. That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Um, so with the Falcons, um, number eight pick. Oh, this is tough. This is tough because they they just signed uh, Mariota, I think, to a two year deal. Yeah. Um, they need a guard. They need center. They need D D line, and they need line cornerbacks. Uh, um, yeah. this pick, I would, I I'm not going to be shocked if they do. Um, I I think they will draft um Stingley Jr. from um, LSU. Um. The reason why I say that is because they they definitely need need help with the cornerbacks. Um, I don't see them really going after a quarterback if Mariota's supposed to be there for a year or two. You know, it doesn't make no sense for me, per se. So, um, I I think they will draft Derek Stingley Jr. out of um LSU. Yeah, I said this this was my pick, but yeah, you 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 pick who I was gonna um, select for them. <laughs> <laughs> all right all right so we got so you got number nine you got the seahawks yeah oh so you want to switch it up since oh sure i'm about to say yeah we got we already did the, uh, the first eight so i'm about to say because I, I had the evens that's why i said do you want oh, to switch it yeah 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 we're about to say go right ahead all right so um with the seahawks um this one, 
honestly, I, I think because of um, where they are in terms of, uh, you know, their, their offensive side situation um, and, and just being available, I, I think they would be foolish not to um, pick up Iquanu at this point, you know, because he yes. was he was projected to be, you know, in the top five picks. So to have him there at nine, I think um, is, you know, almost a steal for them at this point. I, I agree with you 100%. Um, to, you got to find some way to uh, protect either Geno Smith or Drew Locke. Which is which is uh, not the best choice, but still, um, you you got to take it for what it is. You got to take it with a grain, um, a grain of salt. You got to yeah. take it with a grain of salt and just be like, you know what, fine. <laughs> you know what, fine. Um, and that's about it. So, so that's about it with that one. Um, I all right. So. Yeah, so you take number 10, you take the evens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, so the number 10 pick. um, (sighs) Number 10, I'm I'm doing the trade. I'm doing the trade. Um, um, I'm going to do a trade. I I would like to see a trade down with the Saints for the 16, 19 pick for for the 10th. But instead, I'm going to do the straight up number 10 pick for Debo Samuels. And I'm gonna give it to San Francisco and San Francisco pick. I will pick Drake London out of USC. Um, you you lost you lost your uh, your number one wide receiver. Um, who knows if Jimmy Garoppolo is gonna be playing there? If so, he will be the starter for another year. But I think they're gonna be moving on with Trey Lance. So it would be best to have Trey Lance um, start building chemistry with the young guys. Ayuk. London, Kittle, and see what happens from there. So that's just my. I know you're gonna have a different per, per se, um, different say on it, Kyle. But that would be my choice. Uh, Debo Samuel's get traded to the Jets. San Francisco get the pick, and they'll go with Drake London. Um, if that trade, as I said, if that trade goes through and San Francisco um does end up with the pick, uh, I. I am in total agreement with, you know, with that uh, selection. I think uh, them keeping the hometown kid, you know, would would make sense for them, you know. Right. Right. So number 11, um, Washington, Commanders. Yes, the Commanders. (laughs) Um, For me with... um, him still being on the board and was, you know, someone who was projected to be possibly the best player in the draft. Um, I have Washington selecting uh, Kyle Hamilton. Mm. Uh, their, their front side is pretty decent, you know, with um, Sweat and um, Young, you know, uh, so to me, I think adding a young dynamic uh, safety of his caliber, you know, would add just another level of what they can do on defense, you know, and they're going to need that help in the backfield because, you know, 
they have to go up against the Cowboys, who has, you know, a good wide receiver core. They're yes. going up against the Eagles, who has an up and coming um, wide receiver core. Because I'm, I'm predicting that they might also go wide receiver at some point in this draft. Um, so yeah, so they're going to need that that secondary help. So yeah, um, I'll, I'll select. I think they're still with Kyle Hamilton. Uh, yeah, um, I agree with you on that one. Um, they definitely need the safety help after um, losing, uh, who was it, Landon Collins? Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> after that, after that charade and all that BS, and they just, remember, they just made that trade for once. Why? I don't know. Um, the Colts got the discount back, but, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I think I think it'll be a good move to, for them to get uh, Kyle Hamilton, which, which, I, which I think he's a great player um, coming out of the draft. Um, this is tough. The Vikings, um, shout out to football analysts. Shout out to football analysts uh, for coming on the show. Um, I know this is his pick. Uh, this is tough. Uh, you could go two ways because they need an edge and they need a cornerback. Um, you could go with Trent McDuffie out of Washington, or you could go with the Purdue edge. And for me, I am, I am, you know what? They need some cornerbacks. I don't, I don't know when the last time they actually had some decent ones. So I'm going to go with Trent, Trent McDuffie out of Washington. Um, he's, he's the, he's the best one out of, out of there. Uh, he was top three, you know, out of coming out of this draft. So I feel like they, they need that more, more than the edge right now. Um, like I said, might disagree, but Hey, that's, that's who, that's who my, that's who my pick will be for uh, Minnesota. Um, I'm, I won't disagree with the pick. Um, they, listen, you, you can't have too many good corners in this league the way it's going. So, you know, I can't be. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I do know that they also need, uh, offensive line help and, yes. you know, I don't know if I would, my personally would be able to pass on um, Tyler Lindenbaum at this point. Oof, Lord. You know, but I can't be, I can't be upset with um, McDuffie pick because I like Washington. Washington's one of those teams that, that, that um, somehow produces good secondary guys. Like they're, they all yes, feel sir. like the LSU, mm-hmm. you know, because remember last year, the guy that I, totally loved was um um Morig that um ended up going to the Raiders and there was another guy um uh Elijah something I can't remember the last name but both of them was from Washington and they were both to me um I love the way they play so another what like whatever reason Washington is making decent corners so like I said I can't be mad at the pick Right. I mean, like, like I said, um, Elijah Molden is his name. Uh, Tennessee, Tennessee Titans. Um, like I said, Kyle, this to me is, it just makes sense for me. That's, that's the only reason why I just said, you know, like they, they need a cornerback. If they was the gold cornerback or, you know, center with Tyler Lindebaum, I, I think they, they win either way. So it's, so this is going to be very tough for them. Um, so now you got the Texans. <laughs> it says the needs is every position. 
<laughs> so 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 who so who you got for the Texans? Um at this point I am I would look for uh, I said he's I know who I would think of because to me even if you say look at every position I I from what I'm hearing he's one of the best to do it in this year's draft. So I would have them selecting um, Brees Hall running back from Iowa State. That mm. um, they have, because at this point now, if you look at who they have as their, their um, running backs, mm. it's Buckhead, Marlon Mack, and Royce Freeman, like, I don't know how well you, you know, that team will flourish when you don't have a, a, a running back that's an actual threat for that offense. You know, to me, I think have, like, think about how uh, Michael Carter was for Zach. Right. You know what I mean? Like having that guy in a backfield that, you know, you have to pay attention to, I think helps, uh, helps a quarterback, you know, in terms of being able to um, have passing lanes and stuff because of certain boxes and fronts that defenses have to do because they have to worry about the run. So, yeah, so um, I I would say if I was them, I would go running back and pick, uh, as a Brees Hall. Uh, yeah, I, I understand where you're coming from, you know, but they got, they still got number 37 pick, and I think uh, Brees Hall could, could be there for them and get drafted there. But uh, my pick, uh, they haven't had really an edge, a nice little edge rusher ever since J.J. Watt. So um, this is where I would go with the kid from Purdue, George Carly – oh, sorry, Carly Feast from, from um, the edge from Purdue – and they they need they need they they need they need all of the help they can get. Kyle, I'm not gonna hold you. If if they could get Brees Hall with that 37 pick, I I wouldn't mind it. But um, I'm I'm gonna go with the edge. Um, either way, if if they would have went with him, uh, with Brees Hall, it it'll be no love lost. They they need help in any way possible right now. Um, so Ravens. Ravens is next, 14th pick. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna go with Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. D-line, cornerbacks. I feel like they could get a cornerback with the 45th pick. Um, and it's not, and it's not many D-lines that's that's left after you know Jordan Davis is is basically being taken. So um my pick is Devontae Wyatt out of Georgia. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, you, I, I, you, you I, got I, a different I, pick, or do you, uh, or do you uh, agree? Um, no, like I, I can, I can definitely go on with that that pick. Um, they have because they picked up some pieces in the the off season, you know, that I think that can contribute to other places. So, correct. Um, yeah, that um, I'm fine with that pick. All right, so uh, you got the Eagles, 15th. Uh, 
<laughs> this is one of the toughest choices. <laughs> um, for me, I think at this point, um, going back to what, you know, something I did last year uh, in terms of being able to pair people that's played together before um, and just, we're just familiar with each other in terms of programs and stuff. Um, I, I have the, the Eagles going wide receiver and picking Jamison mm -hmm. Williams. Mm. So wow, they, they will now have the pairing of, uh, you know, Jamison Williams on one side yeah. and Devontae Smith on the wow. other. Wow. Wow. That's a hell of a pick, Kyle. <laughs> and then, you know, you have your, you know, your young quarterback that's, you know, looking to flourish. So, you know, giving him weapons is, is a, is, you know, is a plus. So I, I, I understand where you're coming from because we saw that happen with um, Jamar Chase. Um, getting what you what you was on the nose with like hell, Kyle, because I think everybody else chose somebody different. But um, I think I think I think that would be a, a very good solid pick. But um, my pick, they need some linebacker help. My pick, which I, I love the kid, uh, Devin Lloyd out of Utah. Um, hmm. A reason why I chose him is because they need some linebacker hurt. They they defensive they defensive backs is 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 actually decent. They might need one more guy, but I think Devin Lloyd is is that guy that can that can get them that can get them you know right to the to the top. You know what I'm saying? Um, Lloyd can take on the blocks, blitz, and cover tight ends at a at a high level. You know, so I just think that I just think that if they if they get a guy like him, I feel like they'll. You know, their defense will still will still be be good, but not good, but but even better. So that that's my that's my uh that's my counter. That's my counter one. And um the last one, which is the last one, which is the Saints. Oh, this is tough. I can now I can do two things. I can either draft a wide receiver. I could I could draft um Either Wilson or Olave from Ohio State, or I draft Malik Willis. And <laughs> oh, I draft Malik Willis. Because remind, remind you, Kyle, Jameis Willis Wilson. Is, remember, Willis is in what's the name? Oh, yeah, I forgot. Willis is gone. Willis. All right. Yeah, yeah, Willis is gone because you had chose. I forgot. All right. Either way, Kyle. I think, I think a quarter. Oh, you could go with Sam Howell or Des, Desmond Ritter. It's a, a there's teams in the middle of the pack that's going to be drafting quarterbacks. Pittsburgh, um, other teams. I think they're going to draft a quarterback. Um, who I think I think they're going to draft Desmond Ritter out of Cincinnati. To be honest with you, um, wide receiver, uh, they could still get they could still get somebody in the in the second round. Um, well, with the 19th pick as well, they could still get Olave or um, Wilson, who I think will draft in, in 19, which is like three slots away. But um, my choice is Desmond Ritter. Okay. Oh. Um. Yeah, like I said I'm not 
And he's he's been someone that I liked from since last year when I thought he was coming out. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not upset at that big at all. <laughs> <laughs> About to say so. Um. So what you so what you so what you think of of our draft choices, Kyle? You think it was um real solid of of why of who and why we chose um we chose you know the players that we chose for this year? Because I know last year I think we was in disagreement with the with the last um 16 picks but instead we're doing just the 16 picks just the you know top 16 because that you know we don't want to we don't want to fry fry our brain too much you know <laughs> you know um, I say I definitely think um I think some of them we, we we probably nailed um there's other ones that um I think because of the many directions that they could go mm-hmm. you know, is is where you're gonna have the the picks where you're like oh I didn't see that coming type of thing yes so um but for I'm 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 sure that we probably got at least maybe three or four of these picks spot on you know what I mean because then, you know as people start coming off the board you know it makes it harder to be correct about them you know right and that's what that's what i think that's what makes the draft so fun for us because of the fact of the matter is that if you really think about it like we 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 look at the we look at the film we look at um what these uh scouts are saying about these players um the college scouts and you know scouts the nfl scouts and we get to really pay attention to how these guys play what they you know like like what what system could they fit in so it's so to me it's just like yeah this is this was fun for me this was very fun because we and the crazy thing is that we don't know where these players are gonna go at the at the end but I think if we if we spawn on seven out of out of the first ten Lord Jesus we 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 good <laughs> So, <laughs> right, exactly. So, other than that, um, we hoping that uh, we hoping that y'all enjoy the draft. Um, I know I know I'm supposed to be doing a uh, just for the Jets fans. I'm doing a, a live draft on the Zoom. Um, if you're interested, uh, type right, you know, write write to us at the Jets fans podcast. We're gonna be doing a live draft at seven thirty, starting at seven thirty. Um, all the way to the tenth pick, and then everybody could go on about the night. Um, but other than that, uh, we do this for y'all every week. Also, y'all can follow us on Facebook. I forgot the Facebook group page and what Jets fans. We do this for y'all every week. Until next week, we take a flight. That's right.